we exalt you in this place. I will say, have your way with us and speak to us as sons and daughters and grant us the grace to receive your way. Practicalize them in our lives to your praise and to your glory. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Let it be your words that at the end of the day, your name alone be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Last week, we, we understand that we need to be people that will always show gratitude. Hallelujah. Amen. Gratitude. That is an attitude of gratefulness. And I've said it before that if you're a man and a woman of gratefulness, you always be full and you never lack grace. Hallelujah. Amen. And the heart of gratitude will always lead to a heart of worship. But the issue is how do we worship? Amen? How do we worship? Worship puts the pointer on God and Him alone. If you are worshiping, which sometimes includes praise, the pointer must only be on God and God alone. Because in Revelation chapter 4 verse 11, he said, He created you and I for his own pleasure. Hallelujah. In other words, everything that we do must bring pleasure unto him. Must satisfy him. And he said, with his glory, he would never share it with any man. Hallelujah. So he alone becomes the focus of our worship. Not the way I'm doing it, not the way you're doing it. But at the end of the day, the pointer is on me. The pointer is on you. Then the heart worship is not complete. Am I speaking to somebody here? Hallelujah. In Psalm chapter 89, sorry, 86, verse 9 and 10. Psalm 86, verse 9 and 10. It says, All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord. Hallelujah. And, no, let's go back. All nations that thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. If you are worshiping, and it's not glorifying God, it is no worship. It is performance. It is acting. Hallelujah. He said, all the nations who gather, and you must be the pointer, because at the end of the day, the glory must come to you. That's why in Psalm 115, that's why I said, not unto us, but unto you. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? Not unto us, not unto me. So when I stand in worship, is it that I'm exciting my emotions? Or is it that I'm putting the pointer on God and giving him all the glory? Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? 115. Psalm 115. 
He said, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name. That we do what? We give the glory. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Unto the Lord. I'm saying this because worship has been turned into something else. But the Lord, in these times of excellence, is calling for true worship. Jesus said, and now is the hour, and the hour has come. If we can excel, then we need to be able to come into his presence and receive. Amen? And if we can come into his presence and receive, then we need to do through heart worship. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord, help me to do good worship unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. When you do good worship unto the Lord, it brings his glory upon you. And it shows. Hallelujah. Yesterday when I was moving, I had to move from Takwa to Takwa the drive. And, and the guy delayed a little bit on the way. So I nearly missed my flight from Takradi to Accra. But whilst I was coming, I wasn't moved. I could see the other people watching, watching. But I was just praying and worshiping. Hallelujah. Because I know what worship can do. Amen. So when we got to the worship airport, I don't know, someone came straight away, picked my bag, took it to a check-in. I don't know him from anywhere. Quickly they checked me in. And then another soldier, you know, Takradi is the soldier. Soldier approached me, sir, who are you? I said, I'm John. So, sir, we have to take you to the VIP. So, where all others are just being taken to the normal, I don't know, I was just ushered. And I said, yes. Because he sees I'm going, he just approached and said, who are you? I said, I'm John, up here. And so, we have to take you to the VIP. So, even though I was late, I was one of the people who have to call early to go that is what worship. I mean, once I was supposed to the Lord says, hey, when you worship, you experience the presence of his power. Hallelujah. When you do through worship, you experience the beauty and glory of his holiness. Amen. I'm talking about heart worship. I'm not talking about performance worship. I'm not talking about acting worship. When you do true worship, you experience the comfort of his love and his faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Is somebody hearing me? It is high time that we need to go to the school of worship so that we can encounter his presence. And when his presence carries and comes it tarries on us and that's where the supernatural flows hallelujah when we do proper worship we experience the revelations of his covenant names so that now when you hear adonai you don't just hear adonai you understand what adonai is you get a revelation of adonai a revelation of jehovah shammah Hallelujah. 
a revelation of Jehovah Rufi. The Lord is my shepherd. A revelation of his righteousness that cuts you and you just can do nothing but just remain silent before him. Hallelujah. A revelation of him as our healer, our gyra. He will provide and he will supply. A revelation of him as our victory banner. But it calls for a heart that is for worship. Hallelujah. You experience the assurance of his grace and mercy. So whereas all others are struggling and trying to do it somewhere, somehow, the mercy and the grace of God locates you and pushes you through. Hallelujah. When they were taking me there, I, I said, hey, well, you should be careful. You don't, I didn't say no. Like that man said, hey, no, 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 don't say that. You are the honorable person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And throughout, the man was just looking at me, looking at me. I said, yes, he can see something. Hallelujah. Amen. The other day, somebody came to, so, so how do you go about the preparation? I said, it's not just preparation. Anytime I have to speak on something, I get all the message after worship. Those who know me, you want to come to me, you see so many small, small papers. My Bibles are full of small, small papers. Because after every good worship, he just drops. Because worship will make you encounter his presence. Hallelujah. Through worship, not just worship. Because we've gotten the wrong concept about worship. There, some of the wrong concepts are worship is not songs. Hello? Am I talking to somebody here? Worship is not just about song. I asked somebody, so what do you understand? I so worship is when we come to church and we sing slow songs. When we come to church and we sing songs and we don't dance with. So when we sing soul-inspiring songs. Hallelujah. We come to understand what worship is. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not about songs. It's not about beautiful lyrics. It's about God. Another wrong concept about worship is like worship has become like a performance. That people come and sit. Okay, sing the songs. Parading and selecting some good songs and sing. So that we can flow. So it's like somebody is performing and somebody is consuming Am I talking to somebody here? That is not worship. Worship is where we are all in the flow unto Yahweh. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That is where we have gathered. And the pointer is only and only on God. There are two things that you must always understand. Three things. Two. It's key. Whenever you stand to worship, who is your audience? You know who an audience is? Those who are, who is your audience? And you must also watch your attitude. 
in worship and then watch your action in worship three things the three i call it the three a's it has helped me your audience so ujina sa wu sore radia why na uhu so mwetwa mwesia is it the church members is it the people around you or is it god there should be only one audience audience is a plural thing am i right but in the setting of the divine things audience your only audience should be god and his presence it is a who sorry so who sorry radio yeah radia yeah why and i will know hallelujah i will explain further but the concept must be changed that's why today god is bringing you and i this message hallelujah amen i call it concept because a lot of people are acting you go super this and you go there it's just come out with some very good songs yes music is good if you say come and let's do concept fine but if you say let's do worship and the pointer is not on god it's no worship praise jesus am i speaking to somebody here hallelujah through and real worship is a matter of the heart your heart condition matters very very well when it comes to worship it's a matter of the heart because god will always deal with us from the heart he said man will always consider that which is outside 16 7 of first samuel he said man will look at the outside but i look at the heart praise the lord and Jesus speaking to the woman at the well, he said, now is the hour. And through worshippers, he qualified through worshippers, meaning people who have a heart for worship or people who do heart worship. He said they worship God in truth and in spirit. In other words, their heart condition is the way God wants it to be. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, help me. Say like me, Lord, help me. Am I speaking to somebody here? I know the Lord is speaking to somebody. Through heart condition will justify the completeness of your worship. Hallelujah. So realize that in our day, most worships are not complete. So people will come to all the sing private corporate you can sing 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 but at the end of the day you leave sometimes you just incite or excite your emotions sing some inspirational songs and realize that at the end of the day god is nowhere what we are doing the lord help us hallelujah amen praise jesus like i said through worship we always give you access into his presence for you to experience him in proverbs chapter 23 verse 26 proverbs 23 26 he said my son give me your heart true worship is about the heart he said give me your heart 
And let your eyes go back. And let your eyes observe my ways. So realize that God will always start with us from the heart. He said, give me your heart. In Psalm 37 verse 31, he also made another statement. 37, 31. The heart condition is very, very important. As a matter of fact, the condition of our heart in our walk with God is very, very key. So it's not about what I feel or what I see people think about me. The most important thing is how God thinks about me. So how does God see my worship? Amen? He says the law of his God is in his heart. Not in his mind. Not just in his mouth. But in his heart. Hallelujah. Amen? Through heart worship is about he God receiving and giving. It's not about me giving to God and receiving. Understand me. He receiving and giving. What goes up must come down. Praise Jesus. Are you with me somebody? So at the end of the day, my worship must go up so that God can receive it. And when he receives it, he will give back unto me. Because beloved, most of the time it is not everything that we give to God that he receives. And because he does not receive, we don't see the benefit, we don't see the advantage, we don't see any blessings. Because he did not receive. Hallelujah. If you are giving something to somebody, what do you do? Your attention is on the person, am I right? But I cannot say I'm giving something to Pastor Chris and uh, I'm, I'm watching... <laughs> Does it show respect? Oh no, talk to me. Does it show respect? That I'm giving him this mic. Then I'm, and this is. But most times, that's how our worship is like. Amen? I said it's you, but my pointer is somewhere. The Lord help us. So that you and I can come to that place of worship and receive from him. I'm saying again, it's not always what we give that he receives. And as a result of that, we are not able to get the blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's, let's make sure that we are not worshipping in deception. It's very, very possible. That in our day, people are worshipping and praising in deception. The first said, sorry, sorry. And I said, doesn't mean that I've done good worship. Listen to what he said. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 and 9. Matthew 15, 8 and 9. Matthew 15, 8 and 9. He said, these people draw nigh unto me with their mouth. And honored me, honored me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. 
So they worship me with their mouth and with their lips. But their hearts. So when it comes to worship, God looks for my heart first. My heart condition first. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and this one was taken from Isaiah 29, verse number 13. It's the same scripture. Isaiah 29, 13. It says, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as these people draw near me with their mouth, and with their lips do they honor me, but have removed, they have removed their heart far away. I have removed my heart far away, even though my lips are saying some things, even though my mouth is singing, but my heart has been removed from what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you being blessed? Let the Lord help us. Amen. So, worship is not just about parading and selecting songs or nine songs or singing very, very good songs with very, very good melodies. As a matter of fact, it's not just about the words, it's the reason and the motive behind the words. And even understanding and application of the words. So, yes, we are mad So, that is your statement that you say. But your life is not showing that he is your hope. You are doing other things else. Hello? Am I making myself clear? Hallelujah. I'm teaching. So, just have patience with me. Praise the Lord. We must make sure not to worship in deception. That's why David in 1914 of Psalms said, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable because worship is he receiving, not me giving. There are two different things. Yes, in English, they are the same. But when it comes to the divine, there are two different things. I can give anything. But the issue is, has he received it? So David was always begging. He said, Lord, help me so that whatever I want to give, it should be something that you will receive. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen. It's not about being emotional and shedding tears. Just to say, I mean, I like talking to people. So, so when she went, but in worship we cry are you with me but crying alone is not worship I call it musical emotions hallelujah or oh, it's not about having a good voice quality so that you can sing yes you meet some people oh wonderful and so when he or she stands to raise a song oh powerful but it's not a heart worship because god is sitting somewhere god is far away i call that one voice training train your voice and sing 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So not the time, musical time to impress or to perform and make people happy. Sometimes I hear people in that day, worship and yet there. And I'm so one now and yet there. Because worship is not concert. So once we are being led, you must be in there. You know that sometimes you can go to a place where the worship leader is off. But because you, your heart is okay and you are there, you are doing your proper worship. And the worship leader is off. Hallelujah. The Lord help us. Praise Jesus. Amen. We are not saying music is not good. Music is very, very important. It's a tool in worship. Understand me? Music is very, very important. It, it, but it's a tool. It's a means. It is not the goal. Amen? The goal is you being able to encounter God. And to be able to encounter God, your focus is on Him. I remember I went for a program with some white guys in Germany. And it was time for worship. You could see that the song they were singing was off. So my voice almost shame no. But when you look at them and you can see how they have really focused and fallen in, you could say this is true worship. It's not about the song. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? It's not about the melody of the song, it's about the heart contact, the heart connection, the understanding of the words unto the Lord and the reason behind and the application of the words that are being given unto the Lord unto our lives, applying unto our lives. Amen. Praise Jesus. Encounter God and give him glory. That is worship. Through worship, let me say again, it's more than songs. Through worship starts with having a good heart towards God. And it ends with how God feels about me. Let me say it again. True worship starts with you and me having a good heart towards God. And it ends with how God feels about me. Hello. Senia Makuma Eti Ewerade. Any Senia Radi Esi Edrin Efamehu. How he feels about me. Now look at this. Look. Look chapter 6 verse 46. Hear Jesus. Luke 6 46. He says, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the thing which I say? So physically, the people were saying, Lord, they were calling him Lord. Hello. So physically, I'm saying yes, sir, to him. But he feels that my yes, sir, is somewhere. What Jesus is saying is that the Lord, Lord, that you are saying, I'm not feeling it. So the worship that John you are giving unto, I'm not feeling it. 
Yes, everybody around you, you are you are worshiping, you are singing, you are doing all that. But I'm not feeling. That's why I said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? How does He feel about me? How does He feel about you? How does He feel about us when we stand to do corporate worship? How does He feel about you when you stand to do personal worship? It starts with my heart towards Him. And it ends with how he feels about me. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, through heart worship, let me give it to you as I wrote it. It's the life you live every day with reference to God to bring him glory. So realize that it's not just song. Everything that we do is worship unto the Lord. Amen. So when we come to church, intercession time is worship unto the Lord. Amen. Singing time is worship. Preaching time, offering time, whatever we do. Then when you go home, whatever you do your everyday life is worship because I'm supposed to bring glory unto him. Hallelujah. I'm supposed to ascribe all honor unto him. Amen. So if I say yes, God is more than enough and now I go home and I go and do kululu things to make life happen for me. It is no worship. It means the things that I said, I don't even understand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? So, you living, me living my life to work with God and please Him every day, whether in private or in public. Living my life, working with Him to please Him, whether in private or in public, is worship through heart worship so when you read first corinthians chapter 10 verse number 31 first corinthians chapter 10 verse 31 first corinthians chapter 10 verse 31 he said whether therefore you eat or drink and whatsoever whatsoever means whatsoever he said, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So don't think that it's only when you go on your knees, maybe in your home, and you are singing nine songs that you are giving glory. No. But if I'm not living my life the way it ought to be, I'm not giving glory to him. I'm not worshiping him. Are you with me? So your worship is your everyday life. That brings glory to God. That brings honor to God. Amen. Lift your right hand with me. Say, Lord, help me that every day I can worship you well. So you don't wait till we come to church. That's worship. No. Every day when you wake up, the songs you raise unto him with your heart and focus of him is worship. When you move out, going to work, going to the market, whatever you do, the way you carry yourself, the way you say things, they are all worship 
unto him. Are you aware that you and I are, have a lot of witnesses around us? And they are watching and seeing whether what we do, where we go, the people that we move with, is it bringing glory to God? Then my worship is not a true worship. So, beloved, I want to say a heart for worship is not just the songs we sing. Hallelujah. Amen. Worship is we recognizing who we are and who God is. So the question I ask myself, who is God in my life? If I can answer that question very well and apply it very well in my life, then I am worshiping. Is he the Lord of your life? I'm asking, is he the Lord of your life? Your answer is weak. Is he the Lord of our lives? The issue is, if he is not Lord of all the areas in our lives, then he's not Lord at all. So he must take absolute preeminence and precedence in whatever we do. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is my response to him. And that is the things I say, the songs I sing, and the way I live is my response to his lordship over my life. My response to his, he being my master. My response to him being my shepherd. Hallelujah. That I allow him to go and then I follow. And not I want to go and then he will always be coming. Hey, come, no. Then my worship is not a heart worship. My heart is far away. And the way he feels about me is that you are saying I am your Lord. But that is not what you are doing. Amen. You say you are a member of Adonai International Ministries. But we are not seeing you. Are you a member? Amen. Amen. The Lord help us. Have you recognized who you are? In Joshua chapter 7 verse 19 when Achan made the people of Israel to sin by taking in some things that he was not supposed to. And when they did all that they could and then the pointer fell on Achan. You know what Joshua told him? Let me go read it in Joshua chapter 7. But in verse 19 he said, Son, give glory to God. Let's read that. Yes, let's read it. He says, And Joshua said unto Achan, My son, I pray, give, I pray thee, glory to God of Israel, and make confession unto him. What Joshua was telling Achan was that if you are to give pure worship to God, which is glory to God, you must always respond to him the way you ought to. At that point in time, Achan had made some dangerous moves and he thought you could hide it. Hallelujah. So when we recognize who we are with respect to God, that is also worship. So on that day, Achan had to confess and recognize, yes, this is what I've done. God said nobody should do this, but I did it. And I'm receiving the punishment thereof. Hallelujah. Amen? Are you with me? 
Let's read First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 24. I want to show you something. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 24, and then Psalm 96, verse 9. Worship is you and I merging our holiness with God's holiness. He made us holy to live holy lives. So if I'm doing proper worship, then my holiness should always be intact and measure up to his holiness. Kron kron ye no ye me no. Na eni nyankopon kron kron ye no tembia echo. So he said, First Chronicles, chapter twenty-four, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-four, sixteen twenty-four. Okay, declare his glory among the hidden, his marvelous works among all the nations. Go on. Is that all? First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 24. Okay, let's also read Psalm 96, verse 9. Psalm 96, verse 9. 96, verse 9. He said, Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of of what holiness fear before him all the earth he said worship the lord in the beauty of what holiness now let's also look at psalm number 30 verse 4 we'll come to the chronicles psalm 30 verse 4 he says sing unto the lord all ye saints of his and give thanks at the remembrance of his what Holiness. Whose holiness? Or whose holiness? I want you to see something. In the first scripture, there are so many scriptures where sometimes you mention worship God in the beauty of holiness. And then he also talks about his holiness. So where he does not qualify with him, he's looking at you and I. So I must worship him in the beauty of what? Holiness. So that my holiness should measure up to his holiness. When you go, go and do uh, studies. Go and also read Psalm 97 verse 12. So, so worship is merging the beauty of my holiness to the beauty of God's holiness. Meaning that I must stand well as far as holiness is concerned. And I must do well as far as holiness is concerned. So you come to understand that a heart for worship is not just singing. It is the way God expects my life to be. Hallelujah. Amen. So how do we do it? How do we practically do a proper heart of worship? There's just some, some things that the Lord wants you and I to learn. I, I have learned a lot. Worship is both an act or an event and also a process. It's an act, it's an event, it's a process. 
So the way we live our lives, and sometimes we meet to sing, sometimes in your own closet you meet, you sing. True heart worship depends on your audience and your attitude. I've said about it, and your actions. And your audience should always be God and not how others are seeing me do it. Or how I want people to see me do it. Are, are you understand what I'm saying? Your audience should be God. But let's look at the attitude. Because when we say a heart worship, it, it suggests that the, the worship should be part of me. Amen? I say it be a coming home. I say it be a woman and my kakra. No, it should be part of me. If something is part of you, you do it every day. Am I right? Hello? Hello? This morning, have you given him some funds? Yes. You know, you give him some funds. You start from home, give him some funds. So when we come here and corporately we are doing it, realize that ah, you are flowing because you started right from your home. It's part of you. And it should come from you. That is the attitude. What you are saying, are you conscious of it? In are you conscious of it? Hallelujah. Amen. The things that you are saying or elevating unto the Lord, do you really mean it? That is attitude. As Jesus said, people must worship him in truth and in spirit. Do you really believe in what you are saying? The songs that you are lived, do you really believe? Amen. Do you really mean it? And do you really understand it? Do I understand it? Do I mean it? The other day, when the program, someone was asked, oh, pray and let's close. Oh, me, I don't know that type of prayer. I said, what, what do you mean by that of prayer? Your she is used to, oh, God, and we ask that your presence. I said, those things, they are like what? Literature. How many understand what I'm talking about? So when we say, oh, pray, say, no, no, I don't know how to pray. Because to him, if them pray and thou, oh God, you have mercy on us. Prayer. And everything we do is what I said is heart. So say a one one a ready. We say a buy a comedian. What boy? What she? Yeah, that was it. And so we thank you, Lord, for providing. No, that is not it. That's what Jesus said in Matthew. He said they think by saying so many words they will be heard. No. So when we live song. Or when we are praising or worshiping God, the words that we lift unto Him, do we really mean them? Do we really understand them? That is the issue. Are we conscious of God? You see, when we stand in worship, not only in church, even in home, at home, 
Are you conscious of God? Or it has just become like a, a ritual? Mami into tune some nyom kakrebi masoria no bahima nameto aye. You don't even understand what you are saying. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? Are you conscious of what you are singing and saying? Psalm 47, verse 7. Do you understand what you are saying? Do you mean it? I'm just giving you some practical. You must be conscious of God anytime you stand to worship, whether at home, in private, or corporate. You must mean what you are saying, you must understand. Is that what? For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with what? Understanding. There was a program we attended. I was, I mean, I, when I go pray, I observe it a lot because of the kind of ministry God has given me. So people were praising, praising, praising. Then there's somebody at the back. Say, hey, Minsumi Kosebi. Minsumi Kosebi. Hello. And then she just jumped, came forward and said, His praise or worship there is known to God. The focus is Minsu Mikoyebi. Hallelujah. The heart is not there. I remember I went for a program outside. When I finished from one town, I had to go to another town. And we were very late. But when I was going towards the meeting, I could see that the people were worshipping. And from where I was, I could connect. You could see that, hey, the place was heavy. Serious worship. So when I entered, I said, yes, you could see. You could say, yes, worship is going on people. Then I saw one man, and he was like this. He was standing, looking at people. And I said, hey, so with all this heavy, this thing, you, you don't feel anything, then you, you need a gallon of fritter to be poured on you. Because his heart was not dead. So we have to put such a person out and teach him. Pure worship, heart worship. Hallelujah. So be conscious of what you are saying and understand. He said, do it with understanding. Hallelujah. Another practical thing about through worship is that it also comes with what? Meaningful and reverential gestures or actions. Still with focus on God. Meaningful gestures, actions with focus on God. Exodus chapter 4 verse 31 and Psalm 95 verse 6 Exodus chapter 4 verse 31 and then Psalm 95 verse 6 it says and the people believed when they heard that the Lord has visited the children of Israel that he had looked upon the affliction. Then they bow 
their heads and worshipped. So the gesture there was that they bow their heads and worship. Hallelujah. I said your three A's must always represent your audience, your attitude, and your action. Psalm 95 verse 6. So here they bow. And you must understand why you are doing it. Amen? Is God your audience? If God is really your audience, if you alone, you are worshipping, you alone, you are worshipping at home, and you are saying this, no, you personalize it, you are with him. So he said, we glorify corporate, we all come, we glorify, so together we are going. And when you are alone in your home too, we glorify, you and who? Are you understand what I'm saying? You must be conscious of God, with reverence. I glow, so for me, yeah, I glory because I see him. It's not a song that I've learned that I'm singing. And he must feel me in worship. God must feel you in worship. So he said, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us what? Kneel. So sometimes too, you can kneel. Hallelujah. Sometimes too, you can prostrate. So not that will be enemy swimming that for me. You don't understand. Hello. Sometimes you can clap. You see the Lord sit out on his throne and because of who he is. That is the focus. Who God is. It is said that because of problems, we will pray. Hallelujah. And because of the provisions or the things God said he would do and is doing, we praise him. But we worship the provider. So the pointer is on him. Hallelujah. So you can lie down. You can clap. Sometimes you can be silent before him. Because he's revealing himself. And, and you say, at all so, you are still in worship. Hello. It's not just about come out with so many nice, nice words. That one is literature. Or it's what? What do you call it? It's a, we are, we are rhyming something. No. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Are you being blessed? What are some of the gestures? Sometimes you can do what? Cry. But I mean meaningful cry, not any cry. No. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap. Kneel. Prostrate. Bow. Dance. Dance in the spirit. Sometimes I see some people dancing. Some people also want to go and dance. We don't know if you don't know what, what is going on. Beloved, all I'm saying is that a heart for worship will always put the heart in what he's doing. And he's always conscious of what he's doing. And he always understands what he's doing. And the focus is always on Yahweh. Hallelujah. Amen. Your heart is key. My heart is key. So, when I stand to worship, I'm giving another practical things. Check the condition of the heart as far as unforgiveness. All those things. Clear them. Hello. Hello. 
Are you with me, somebody? Clear them. Unforgiveness or the sins of the heart. See that offense, hurt. Those things will not facilitate your worship and push you before the presence of God. Because your heart, my heart is key. Hallelujah. Amen. To conclude, check your heart. How do we spell heart? H E A R T. Am I right? Hallelujah. Check your heart. Tell your neighbor, check your heart. The first letter, H, stands for humility. Whenever you stand in worship, enter into his presence in all humility. Sometimes when we are worshiping, pride takes over. And it's like how I'm seen or should be seen. Sometimes I see some people in, 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 in worship programs, hey, and the issue is not all about God, it's about maybe whoever is leading and the skills and yeah, skills are good. But at that moment, it is not worship. He said, look at my skill, the way I do it. Humility. Why humility? Because it is by grace that you and I have had this opportunity even to worship Yahweh. Amen? So when I stand in his presence, a heart worship, I must be humble. Hallelujah. Know who I am. That without him, I'm nothing. Hallelujah. Amen? It is his grace that has brought us where we are. Hallelujah. So that when even I'm dancing and I'm doing anything, hey, humility is at play. Number two, E. I must have that eagerness. I must have that willingness, that desire. You see, sometimes when we come, especially with a corporate worship, it's like people have to be forced to do it. That means I'm not eager, I'm not willing. God will not force us to worship him. He can do it, but he will not do it. I told you why the other day. Because Chabet. But he will not do it. He wants us to do always willingly and then tell the enemy that yes, that's why you fail. Hallelujah. How eager. How willing, how desirous. I mean, you always desire to come into his presence. Amen. The one who said we should come to church. How do you feel? Or in your own home, wherever you are, do you create a time of worship unto the Lord? I call it my school of worship. It's time to go for worship. And let him know that I've come because I need him and put the point on him. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be forced. Tell your neighbor, don't be forced to worship. So the worship leader will be talking, talking, talking. I mean, why? Why should that be? No. So let us come into his presence with singing understanding what we are saying and what we are raising, lifting unto him. 
The third one, eh? Adoration. We adore him. We ascribe all the glory, the exaltation. That is where all the jargons come. Adore him. Exalt him. Not sugar-coated words, like I said. But, but you, 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 you are lifting him high because of who he is. You are making him feel good. That is worship. So the point is not me how I do. No. How I'm doing so that he can receive it. I want him to receive it. So adore him. Give him all the glory. Do his name. Amen. Hallelujah. R is for repentance. You see, let me say this. No true worship can happen without genuine repentance. No true worship can happen. So that's why I said sometimes people act. They act. They are acting. Performing. No true genuine worship can happen without true and genuine repentance. So sometimes when you come, I don't know, I'm sure some of you are, sometimes you come before the Lord and you, you worship and you realize the Lord prompts you on certain things. Do you know the reason why is that you are getting closer to him. And then he's telling you certain things that you have to take off so that you can get more closer to him. And over there, be humble. Don't justify. Be humble and then do what? Repent. What I was there and then, he said, there becomes what? There's a gap. Hallelujah. Sometimes some of us will make him a liar. Because sometimes he prompts. Because the Holy Ghost comes on the scene. And we need him. That's another practical thing. Call on the Holy Ghost to help. Because it is the Holy Ghost who always sends us before the Father and the Son. Hallelujah. So sometimes when we are worshipping corporately, I pray with my brethren that Lord, help them. Holy Ghost, help them. So that we can all go before the Father and the Son. And ascribe all the glory. Because worship is our response to God on what we are knowing about him as a holy God he's a faithful God he's a merciful God he's a covenant keeping God and we are responding to him hallelujah call on the Holy Ghost he will help you to do proper worship amen are you with me where are we the last word T thanksgiving thanksgiving That's where you demonstrate your gratitude. And thank God, last week, Papa taught us a lot. Thanksgiving for what he has done and for what he would do. So, beloved, humility. Very, very important. Your willingness, your eagerness. Said there, a year until some person calling your name now, sorry, no. Your adoration. Telling him who he is. Sometimes we tell him who he is, but we go out and, and we do different things in converse to what we have told him. It doesn't work. So beloved, for true worship, 
to work for us, first, our heart must be genuine and true to God. When we come into worship, let us respond to God for who he is and what he has done. And worship is all about God. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? Worship is all about God. Worship is to God. And worship is for God. And everything that we do is worship. Your way of life, my way of life is worship. Praise the Lord. So stop the attention seeking and put the pointer on God. Hallelujah. Sometimes I see some worshippers and the way they, 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 they advertise themselves. So it's like, come, me, I'm the guru in worship. No. So all that I do is like, come, come and I will entertain you. No. But if you're a worshipper, you must be able to carry the people into the presence of God. And by the time everybody leaves, he or she has experienced Yahweh. Hallelujah. Amen. Worship, yes, must involve us. That's why our heart is in it. But it's not about us. And so we are not the focus. Not just our songs, but the songs that the Holy Ghost gives us. Hallelujah. So sometimes, tarry. And if you are in true worship, realize that as you are singing or you raise a song, the Holy Ghost gives you that other song. Sometimes it becomes so king time. You want to do it the way now you want to know. It is the Holy Ghost that must carry you before the Father and the Son because He knows them. So He will help you and I to be there. It should involve us, but it's not about us. Be on your feet wherever you are.